Well, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. What a wonderful day in God. What a wonderful day in Christ. Hallelujah. I am so thankful that God has given me another chance to see one more day. And that, you know, I tell you, what a wonderful week last week. I'm saying, you know, the the blessings that God sent down, he answered some prayer last week. Yes, he did. He answered some prayer and the the revelation, you know, sometimes we, we're so busy where we can't even can't even tell what God is doing because we just kind of uh, go through the grind or whatever. But you know what? God, hallelujah, showed up. He's still on the throne. He's still in the saving business. He's still in in the delivering business he's still in the keeping business see that's what god's business is all about hmm? and he just shown up bless my socks off last week welcome to another broadcast of together with him i am sister ann and i just love the lord how about you you know i hope you had a wonderful day today and your various fellowships with the Lord today. I know you, I I know, I know you cut your step today. I know you took some time to give God some glory today. Hallelujah. I know you did. Huh? Why? Because he is so good. Isn't he worthy? He's worthy to be praised. I know, you know, if you couldn't make it now, you know, there's some circumstances where we can't make it and we still got to get that word in. huh? We still have to put our time in. The song says, put your time in because payday is coming after a while. Oh, yeah, you know, so I know we put our time in because, you know, God is, he's going to have to be glorified here on the earth. I'm not going to let any rock cry out for me. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, no. My God, look, I, I got in, I got in the service. Yes, I did. I got in the service today. Big shout out to all of the uh, churches, ministers, pastors, evangelists that just been on fire for God. Big shout out to Capsum, Dr. Anthony Clark. What? Uh, he's he's teaching on Kingdom 101, guys. Kingdom 101 talked about kingdom seed. You know, we, we got to know. We got to know where we belong, whose we belong to. Huh? We're children of the Most High God. We're in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. So, you know, you want to check out something that Facebook. He's out there on the Facebook. He's on the YouTube, too. I give big shout out. Now, big shout out to New Life Worship Center. I know they held it down today. I know they did. In Jesus' name, they're down there on 2901 Benton Plaza. Yeah, and you know, that's Elder, actually Bishop, hmm, Bishop Clyde Irvin and Lady Yolanda Irvin serving in the vineyard, serving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, we serve in the kingdom of God. Yes, we do. As brothers and sisters in Christ, as bishops and missionaries evangelists as deacons deaconesses 
just as the people of God in the pews, uh, on the street, come on, on our jobs, at the schoolhouse. We serve, we serve, and we definitely serve one another. And they're down there just holding down the kingdom uh, of God down there, huh, on 2901 Benton Plaza. Big shout out to you as well. Big shout out to the Boone <laughs> Tabernacle Church of God in Christ. Wow, I tell you that Bishop L.F. Thuston and Lady Thuston are down there, 12th and on East 12th Street, downtown Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, holding it down for Jesus. Wonderful service today. You know, Bishop works hard. Bishop, yes, Thuston works hard. He he supports the people of God. You see him pop up different places where people, the people of God, have have uh, just need comfort, and he's a servant to to support. Yes, he's a servant to support the people of God. And you want to uh, enjoy some Jesus, go down near to the Boone Tabernacle. Man, I tell you, they have a wonderful uh, Bible class on Thursdays as well. So check them out. They're out there on Facebook too, YouTube. You know, check out their website. Contact them. T contact these ministries, amen, that are out there on the battlefield for the Lord. They're out there for you. Oh yeah. Huh? You don't have a church home. You need some teaching, some deliverance. You need your soul just full. Preach preach to the, the word of God, the unadulterated gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, you know, we gotta hear that word. And and that's what we're gonna talk about today. And we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about slew foot showing up, trying to, trying to, huh, trying to get in my, the fly in the ointment, the fly in the Kool-Aid, trying to mess things up, trying to distract intent folk, tent, you know, no, no, we're not having it. See, but you know what, the, these places in God, these places, these churches, these sanctified places, these sanctified people of God are out there to serve you amen go go and support and be a blessing and i say support too because when you show up you're supporting the kingdom of god amen and support so that there will be others when they see your smiley face there when they see your beautiful demeanor huh see your smiley face there you know they they know that they're in the right place so as we support one another, we are one church. Uh, amen, amen. Big shout out to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah to you, King of Kings. Hallelujah to you, Lord of Lords. Hallelujah to you. You know, wherever God is, you know where he, he shows up. Now, he's omnipresent. He is. And he's there with us even when we feel alone or when we are in situations. You know he's right there with us. He says he'll never leave us nor forsake us. But you know what? He loves too. Dwelling in the midst of praises. Dwelling in the midst of his people where two huh, or more two or three are gathered together. So he, he shows up. He likes being in the midst of his people. 
Praise God. And this is another opportunity for us to hang out with Jesus. Another opportunity to lift him up. Another opportunity to open your Bible. Go get it. Go get your Bible. Go get your Bible. It is the the key of life. The Word. In the beginning was the Word. God sent the Word down here. Hallelujah. He was in the beginning. And He was made flesh. Hallelujah. He dwelt among us. And He ascended. You know, all of that. But He left His Word. And His Word is living. It's living. He is the living Word. He's all up in the Old Testament. Yes, He is. Jesus is in the Old Testament and the New Testament. So we're going to eat the whole roll. We're going to look at all of the word of god not not the whole not all 66 books huh but we're going to get some of those key scriptures that can keep us during these times and that's what this is all about so grab your bible and you know could if you haven't great look it was probably there if you hadn't been to service it's probably there the same place you left it last week hmm? but we're gonna do better aren't we we're gonna pick it up and we're going to read it, and we're going to believe it, and we're going to meditate on it, and we're going to study it, and we're going to memorize it, and we're going to tell others about it, and we're going to speak it. Hmm? We're going to hear ourselves, and we're going to live this thing through the power of the Holy Spirit, empowering us in our lives to do it. <laughs> Hallelujah. There it is right there. There it is right there. Amen. Big shout out to all of the LFHHM volunteers that continue to bless us and cover us in prayer. Mother Ida, come on, sis. Thank you so much. Covering us in prayer. Amen. And others that cover us in prayer. Praise God for you. Praise God for you. Amen. Blessings. Blessings to you, Dr. Anthony Clark. God bless you. Amen. Uh, be blessed, sister. Uh, Brother Frank Hollins, thank you. Thank you. See, those are blessings. That's encouragement. That's like, look, I see you. I see you out, out there, sis. I know I'm not alone. You wondered. I was just thinking the same thing. How in the world can this woman get on this broadcast? And she goes nonstop. Because huh? I'm full. I got so much to say. I have so much to say about Jesus. And you know, when you fall in love with him too, when he just blesses your socks off with all of the peace, the keeping power, deliverance, salvation, provision, hallelujah, place and purpose in his kingdom. Look, you will. You'll, you'll uh, have plenty to say too. Come on. Let's get some information on what to say. Let's get in that word and just know, hallelujah, that our God is an awesome God. And one of the things I like doing, amen, one of the things I like doing, I enjoy my praise breaks. I know you enjoy your praise breaks too. <laughs> Woo, we have a praise break today. We have a praise break. Now, this, we, this, this man of God, I don't know. He just seems to just, uh, this man of God go, okay? He goes in Jesus' name. 
he gets out there he slays huh that devil in jesus name yes he does all the imps uh, they they just like never mind never mind this this bishop brandon jacob show up and get them praise breaks going it's something about how huh, where god shows up and dwells in the midst of praise it's something about god he just loves it and you know what we love giving him glory and giving him praise too don't we come on let's get on let's enjoy this praise break huh bishop brandon jacob your children leap for your job leap for your church victory is here leap like your finances are changing she preached it she prayed it now we praise for it she preached it she prayed it now we praise for it she preached it she prayed it now praise him for it hallelujah hallelujah They praise the word right here, huh? And now they're going to praise God. Hey, what do you see? Come on now. Just turn. 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 Just turn.
Hallelujah to your holy name, Father. Thank you, Jesus. You know, it's something. See, we collectively come together. Huh? We praise him together. We worship him together. We study his word together. We pray together. We ha- lay hands. Hallelujah. And pray for one another. And people recover. You know, and something about this praise. That when we get that word down on the inside of us and God brings it back to our remembrance, when we get tempted, when the situations come and we think that we're going to yield to that old temptation and go back and turn back. No, we get a chance to say, go away, Satan, in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Go away, Satan, in Jesus name. See, you got to put put that praise on it. Now, you know what? Some folk don't think you got to do all that. You know, but me, huh? I like to give God the glory. And it's something about sealing the deal, thanking God in worship and in praise where, look, it's done. It's finished. And that enemy comes to try to tempt. Oh, no, we're not trying to do that. We get a chance to say, go away, Satan, in Jesus' name. That's right. Come on. We're going to see some scriptures where that, where we can do that, huh? where it makes sense. You know, we don't have to yield to temptation. We don't have to keep falling to temptation. We're new. We're new in Christ. We're new creation. Hallelujah. We're the head. That's what the head means and not the tail. We don't have to be sitting up always stumbling and bumbling and falling, but we're the head and not the tail. Come on. We're above and not beneath. Don't keep trying to take those scriptures and turn them into some cheap money because what it's about, it's about us and God in that worship, in that praise, in the overcoming by the blood of the lamb and in the overcoming by the word of our testimonies each test that comes amen we can overcome it because we know what the word says we know that the shed blood of jesus empowers us washed us clean well we don't have to live that same old way that old man has passed away Hallelujah. And behold, all things become new in us through Christ Jesus. We're new. We don't act the old way. We don't embrace the, uh, and here's what it is. Old man, lying, shacking, sinning, gluttony, all of it, huh? Drugs, alcohol, come on. Uh, dis disobedient to the word of God in every situation as believers of a new creation we're new creatures come on that's where we get the authority because we're new brand new born again and we can get the power we can say go away Satan in Jesus name Uh uh-uh that old trick is not gonna work this time I'm gonna be steadfast in the word of God, unmovable, always abounding in the word. Come on. See, that's it. That's it. We can do this. We can do this. And we do. We do overcome. We have overcome. We'll continue to overcome the sin and temptation. 
Amen. And those things that we don't know that it's sin, and then God shows us, and those shortcomings, those weights, hmm? God will empower you. God empowers us to have the victory in Jesus' name. Go away, Satan, in Jesus' name. Hmm? Come on, let's look at some scriptures to hold that where we know that it's God talking to us and not just us shooting from the hip. See, that's why you got to write them down. You got to look at them for yourself. So go ahead and turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. And we're going to look at verses 1 through 14. Now here, Israel. Now we talk about the children of Israel. Israel was the example they're God's chosen people. But you know what? Being the firstborn, a lot of times, you know, firstborn, first, you know, being a firstborn child, you're the, you're the, uh, <laughs> you go through first. You make your mistakes first. So then when the middle kids come along and the babies come along, uh, they know what not to do. So look, we're going to look and see what mistakes they make. And then we're going to go ahead and glean from that where we don't have to make the mistake. And let's hold on to the promises that this scripture brings. Okay. Verse 1. For I do not want you to be unaware, believers, that our fathers were all under the cloud in which God's presence went before them. And they all passed miraculously and safely through the Red Sea. And all of them were baptized into Moses's, into his safekeeping as their leader in the cloud and in the sea. So we've taught on the Red Sea. And we, we know the story of Moses. Amen. And all of them ate the same spiritual food. And all of them drank the same spiritual drink. For they were drinking from a spiritual rock which followed them. And the rock was Christ. And we ministered about the rock, hallelujah, a few weeks ago. Praise God. Jesus is the rock. Verse 5, Nevertheless, God was not well pleased with most of them, for they were scattered along the ground in the wilderness because their lack of self-control led to disobedience, which led to death. See, that temptation when we yield to temptation, oh, I said we, uh-huh. It's from the pulpit to the door. The one ministering is not, uh, you know, we still are held accountable to the same word. Praise God. So anytime any bishop, pastor, apostle, evangelist, missionary, uh, whatever title they have, teacher, whatever, huh? it's for, for all of us. See, so the self-control is important. And anytime folks yield to temptation, then look, we're lacking in the self-control, which leads to disobedience and which leads to death. Hmm? The wages of sin is death, spiritual separation from God and huh, physical separation from God. Because once we die, once folks die and they sin, that's it. All right, now these things, the warnings and admonitions took place as examples for us so that we would not crave evil things as they did. 
Okay, so I'm reading from the Amplified version. All right, so we we know this. They went through it, but that's so that we don't have to fall prey and tempted, fall to the temptations as they did. Do not be worshipers of handmade gods as some of them were. So this was the sin that they fell to. They didn't have self-control. That it led to disobedience. Okay, so handmade gods. That's all of the idolatry. Uh, anything that is not God and we worship or folks worship anything that's not like God, anything that's not God, that that's an idol. Come on, and we're not to do that. Handmade gods, cars. That's handmade houses. That's handmade clothes. Anything, anything. As some of them were, just as it is written in scripture the people sat down to eat and, and drink after sacrificing to the golden calf of Horeb and stood up to play indulging in immoral activities and we know what immoral activities are certainly we do so we don't want to do that and this is what they did we don't want to do what they did we must not indulge in nor tolerate sexual immorality as some of them did, and 23,000 suddenly fell dead in a single day. That's a lot of folks to go. See, the wages of sin is death. So what are we looking at? Indulging or tolerate. You don't want to indulge or tolerate sexual immorality, idol worship. We must not tempt the Lord, that is, test his patience, question his purpose, or exploit his goodness come on as some of them did and they were killed by serpents you know yes God is good yes God is good but what are we talking about we're talking about not taking God's goodness for granted so don't find yourself here's a temptation you don't even want to go towards temptation you know, you don't you know that you're not able to resist certain things don't bother certain people, but even in these sins, you don't want to do these sins and think that oh well God's going to forgive me. He's a good God. Yes, he is, but he also set things up in order as he created them. And he doesn't go back on his word. Things are just the way that they are. And we've talked about how God has told us to choose life. And do not murmur in unwarranted discontent, as some of them did, and were destroyed by the destroyer. So murmuring, uh, unwarranted discontent, complaining, not being satisfied, always got something to complain about, talk about, or whatever. That's not good. They were, they were destroyed for that. Now these things happen to them as an example and warning to us. See, it wasn't just for them. It's for everybody because now we know, right? They were, they were written for our instruction to admonish and equip us upon whom the ends of the ages have come. Therefore, let the one who thinks he stands firm, immune to temptation, being overconfident and self-righteous, take care that he does not fail or fall into sin and condemnation see you know don't think you're all bad I try to flex our holy ghost muscles 
and all that and I, I you're gonna just march yourself into something that you know you were delivered from just don't do it run don't do it amen no temptation regardless of its source has overtaken or enticed you that is not common to human experience nor is any temptation unusual or beyond human resistance and that's an important thing so we all are tempted we all have our various temptations so don't think that okay well i i'm going through more than someone else no that's not true we all have our various temptations nor in temptation unusual or beyond beyond human resistance you can resist the devil yes you can you don't have to fall to the devil you don't have to fall to your own lusts and sin you don't have to but god is faithful to his word he is compassionate and trustworthy and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability to resist but along with the temptation he has in the past and is now and will always provide the way out as well so that you will be able to endure it without yielding and will overcome temptation with joy so when you find yourself in a tempting way there is a way out look for the way out look for the way out when we try to avoid the temptation but here it comes you know because slew foot is tricky don't get you know walk up on a situation or whatever and it catches you off guard look for a way out that's the key amen god will do it and then when you over when you get there's there's when you get out of it there's the the joy right there in god praise god because he showed you the way out and he promises that there is a way out we're reading it here he promises that there is a way out and he also promised that whatever the temptation is it's not one to where you can't bear the temptation you can overcome the temptation that's what he's saying here come on therefore my beloved verse 14 run (laughs) praise god there it is run keep far away from any sort of now here's what's going to tempt you idolatry see and that includes loving anything more than god or participating in anything that leads to sin and enslaves the soul you know there it is you don't want to be a slave see sin that sin enslaves the soul once that soul gets enslaved then the body gets enslaved come on come on that is deep that's deep because people think they make excuses about sin we don't have to make excuses god says he's not going to give us any temptation that we can't bear allow for because mm, we're not tempted by god god doesn't have to tempt us why would he uh, say stay away from something and then here comes temptation? 
No, that's Slewfoot. So we say, go away, Satan, in Jesus' name. We can do that. We can practice that. We can keep that on our mind because we know the scripture says that we can do that and be victorious over that temptation. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go to Psalm chapter 119. Psalm chapter 119. Amen. And then we're going to look at verses 15 and 16. See, why do we look at the different scriptures? Because the scriptures, of course, they bring truth. And there's some scripture that we just are gravitating to. We like it. A little bit more we can understand it and what we get and all of our getting we need to get an understanding amen I need to understand what this word says so I look at that scripture and I look at this one that teaches on the same thing God teaches on the same thing in these scriptures so that we can take the scripture that really appeals to us that one we can remember, one that we can hide in our heart so that we won't sin against him. Come on. Psalm chapter 119, verses 15 and 16. Praise God. Now, how are we going to do that? How are we going to run from idolatry and sin and sexual issues? You know, how are we going to do it? How are we going to do it? Here, verse 15, I will meditate on your precepts and thoughtfully regard your ways. Now, the your is capital letter Y. We're talking to God. And this is David. This is a psalm here. And how, what do we do? This is a weapon here. What we can do to resist the devil, to resist temptation, to resist the imps, to resist the flesh, to resist being tempted to sin. I will meditate on your precepts. That's your ways. That means ways. And thoughtfully regard your ways. The path of life established by your precepts. See, the word of God establishes how we're to live. That's why we're obedient to the word. Amen. Verse 16. I will delight in your statutes. We should be happy about what the Word of God says about the statutes. It gives us boundaries. It says God God loves us. He's telling us the truth so that we don't fall and fail in temptation. I will not forget your word. Amen. All right, now that's the psalm. So now let's go ahead and check out a few more scripture. Huh? Let's look at Joshua. Now we know Joshua and the story of Joshua and the and fighting the battle of Jericho. That's a pretty famous situation that we remember reading about as kids. All right, Bible school, Bible class or whatever. Well, let's look at Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. Now, it says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall Read and meditate on it day and night. That's important. What is it about the word where we get to hear the truth of the word 
that keeps us from falling to temptation. It's the red word. We read it for ourselves. We can read it out loud. We can play it on a Bible app and listen to it. We can listen to other ministries, good ones, hmm? Found Bible Foundation Ministries, teach the Word of God. Amen. We can listen and hear the Word of God in song. That's why it's important to play good music, good Christian foundational music that's going to bless our souls, get that Word down on the inside. Amen. That's how we meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything in accordance with all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will be successful. Do you want to be successful? I know I do. Do I want to prosper in this life? I certainly do. I wake up wondering whether or not I'm doing anything half the time. I'm like, is this working? <laughs> How many times have you asked yourself that question? Uh, is this working? Uh, this ain't working. And Dr. Phil said, uh, how's that working for you? I want to prosper, but I want to prosper in what matters. I want to prosper in life unto God, in unto eternal life, at peace with God. I want to prosper. I want to be successful. So how do I do that? It's telling you right here in this one little scripture. See how important it is to get in this word, to hear what it says. Amen. It says, be careful to do everything in accordance with all that is written in it. They're talking about the book of the law, but we're talking about the word of God. Amen. Same thing. For then you will make your, you will make your way prosperous. That word will get down on the inside of you. Amen. And then you'll resist that devil. and You'll overcome and you'll believe that word. See, faith, it will grow and continue to grow in you. Therefore, you know it, you're prosperous. You're prosperous in the ways that God says is true prosperity. You'll prosper in his ways. And you can see where there's true success in your life. All right, we're moving quick. Come on. 1 Corinthians chapter 7. Here's one, one more nugget here. Verse 35. Come on. Now, this is kind of in between a couple of other teachings here. This scripture here. 1 Corinthians chapter 7 verse 35. But here, look at this nugget. Now I say this for your own benefit. What? Huh? So these, what we consider statutes or people, can, oh, that that's just too strict. Oh gosh, how how many times have we heard that? That's too strict. Uh, that's infringing on my rights and all of this. Look, what is this? Now I see this for your own benefit. This word is for our own benefit so that we can prosper, so that can, we can be in right standing with God. We can have true success hallelujah not to restrict you and he's telling you this now this is for your own benefit not to restrict you that's what the word of god is for our benefit amen but to promote what is appropriate and secure undistracted devotion to the lord i love that we need that undistracted devotion to the lord 
But when we get in that, how what does it do? Promote it promotes it promotes godliness in us, huh? To be to but to promote what is appropriate and secure, undistracted devotion to the Lord. That's what what this Bible studies and church I can be in service seven days a week. I'ma just say because I know there's peace, there's joy, there's wisdom, there's prosperity, true prosperity according to the word for real. There's success, there's blessings, there's purpose, there's overcoming temptation. I get to to know that I know that I know because I'm studying. I see where I can say, go away, Satan, in Jesus name. All right, come on, let's go to Matthew chapter 4 verses 1 through 11 come on the temptation of Jesus oh yeah Jesus was tempted see I mean God fully God fully man God manifested in the flesh oh Jesus was tempted he went through something he he really did more than one occasion he, he lived in a state of temptation and that the Slewfoot was coming after him, you know, trying to discourage him and defeat him and stumble, stumbling blocks for him to fall and fail in his purpose and calling. But I believe our God has uh, uh, rose with all power of heaven and earth, had victory. He conquered death, hell and the grave. Why? Because he resisted that temptation amen because he overcame thank you jesus let's look at chapter 4 matthew chapter 4 and starting at verse 1 then jesus was led by the holy spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil all right now look this is to prove that even slewfoot on his best day <laughs> huh Jesus overcame Slewfoot on his on his best day. And and God, Jesus' worst day here walking on earth. Come on. After he had gone without food for 40 days and 40 nights, he became hungry. So it's not if you fast, but when you fast. Come on. And Jesus did that. And he found himself to be tempted after that fast. Ah, uh, come on. It attempted. Uh, come on, let's read. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. Look, see, Slewfoot knew that, look, Jesus fasting all those days. Hmm? See, and fast is not just fast doing without food, it's actually consecrating yourself before God. And, and getting that download, that download from the Holy Spirit. So Slewfoot was like, no, nah, we're not having this. We're going to have to break this up. Get him something to eat. Get him a sandwich. Huh? All right. That was the temptation as Jesus pressed in to God in the wilderness. Come on. <laughs> Verse 4. But Jesus replied, it is written and forever remains written. Ooh. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. You've got to have the word. If you're going to resist anybody's temptation, 
if you're going to resist uh, whatever, whatever it is, even the smallest thing, the smallest temptation, if you're going to overcome and resist that temptation, you've got to have the word. Hallelujah. Jesus just said it right here. Get in the word. Get in the word. Verse 5. Then the devil took him into the holy city, Jerusalem, and placed him on the pinnacle highest point of the temple. And he said mockingly to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to serve, care for, protect, and watch over you, and they will lift you up on their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Hmm? So what do we look at? First temptation. You, before God, break that fast. You know, break that time with God. Yeah. Second, uh, of course, that was a temptation of the lust of the flesh. The second, uh, lust of the eyes, the pride of life. Nothing is new. Satan doesn't try to come with you anything sideways. He has no new tricks. These same all three tricks work, but not on Jesus. Let's see what Jesus said. Come on. Verse 7. Jesus said to him, on the other hand, see, you got to know that scripture. <laughs> he says, on the other hand, you got to know what the word of God says, y'all. See, because devil quoted scripture here. Oh, it's okay to fornicate, and because really that uh, that word fornication is really doesn't mean uh, uh, fornication because uh, you're about ready to be married if you're engaged and you're going to be married, and it doesn't really call for those who are engaged. All those tricks—that's a lie. If folks have not put a ring on that finger and signed that paper and made it right, look, don't bury him. Don't sleep with them because every time you sleep with someone, you actually marry them because you become one with them. Yeah, that's what it, Jesus told the woman at the well. You have five husbands and, and the one uh, that you have now isn't your husband. You sleeping with folk. Stop sleeping with folk. Stop doing it. And you're picking up all those spirits that's in that person you sleep and then physically speaking you're sleeping with everyone that they slept with it this stuff doesn't go away it stays there spiritually them demons and then physically there's a physical chemical reaction that you sleep with when you sleep with that person and i'm having talking about having sexual relations that's what i'm talking about okay sex out of wedlock not having sex with your husband or your wife being devoted to that one person. You sleeping around there. Uh, there's no more than one wife. More than one husband. That's not God's way. I don't care what. He, his, his perfect will is one man, one woman. Come on. On the other hand. Jesus said to him, on the other hand. It is written. And forever remains written. Heaven and earth is going to pass away but God's word is not gonna pass away we got to get to know this he says you shall not test the Lord your God don't test him oh yeah God can do a whole lot but don't test him yeah uh, he'll forgive me 
don't test him because he just may turn you over to a reprobate mind the fact that he already knows what your heart is about yeah don't test him all right verse 8 again the devil took him up on a hot very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory splendor magnificence and excellence of them sounds like the pride of life to me and he said to him capital letter h all these things i will give you if you fall down and worship me that's slewfoot talking about he's gonna give jesus the creator of heaven and earth the king of kings the lord of lords uh sound like it, it's all his anyway what come on let's see what jesus says then jesus said to him here we go this is amplified you gotta go get it and see it in this amplified right here then jesus said to him go away satan for it is written and forever remains written you shall worship the lord your god and serve him only then the devil left him and the angels came and ministered to him bringing him food and serving him come on now what happened then the devil left him so he went through all of the different faith every trick that the enemy tried to bring the lust of the flesh the lust of the eye and the pride of life that's wanting something uh, uh something that's really could be out of your purpose even yeah you, you ain't supposed to be rich a millionaire because you know that your temptation and issues that you go spend every dime you have you're gonna be broke in a minute broke on stuff that don't matter oh i can use this go to the dollar store and give all the money whatever yeah maybe your purpose isn't to have that it's to have enough so that you can pour in and have enough to give too that's good but here we go all of these temptations jesus overcame jesus overcame that and what happened then the devil left him that's right but what did jesus tell him to do he said go away satan let's practice go away satan in jesus name you say that when you're being tempted and you know that it is a weapon that you can use because Jesus used it right here. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Praise your name. We just have a couple of more scriptures and uh, oh, look at this one. Let's look at Philippians chapter four, because this might be one that you can hide in your heart. You'll like it. Maybe this is one that's going to radiate. This is one that God's going to bring to your remembrance when you're going through something, when you're going through that temptation moment. But let's look at Philippians four. Thank you, Jesus. And verse eight through 13. All right. It says, oh, now this is a great one. It says, finally, believers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good re repute, if there is any excellence if there is anything worthy of praise 
Think continually on these things. Center your mind on them and implant them in your heart. Huh? That's going to get you from that temptation. When you're thinking good, thinking right, you can't be, you can't think stinking and, 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 and think good at the same time. It's either or. It's life or death. Here, reinforcing the scriptures scripture is reminding us to choose life think life these things which you have learned and received and heard and seen in me practice these things in daily life practice what we read we should practice what we read in the word of god do it and the god who is the source of peace and well-being will be with you thank you jesus and here just remember verse 13 the scripture says i can do all things which he has called me to do okay this is philippians the letter to the philippians paul wrote it huh and he is reminded and this scripture is what we can hold on when we want to resist temptation and have victory over it hmm? get to the point where we just declare and decree in jesus name go away satan i can do all things which he has called me to do hmm? through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose i am self-sufficient in christ's sufficiency i am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace Ooh, that Holy Ghost, won't he do it? He'll give you that inner strength and that confident peace. That confident peace. Go away, Satan, in Jesus' name. Oh, glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right, let's look at Proverbs 4, and that's going to be our last one. Proverbs chapter 4. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 4, and we're going to look at verse 20 through 27. Now, this is wisdom. This is uh, Proverbs, of course, was written by King Solomon. And here are words from King Solomon to his son. These are words. The word of God is life. Amen. From our father. Father to the daughters. Father to the sons. These words are life. And victory and overcoming. Any enemy. In the name of Jesus. Says my son. Pay attention to my words. And be willing to learn. Hallelujah. Pay attention to God's words and be willing to learn the words. Hallelujah. He says, open your ears to my sayings. Because we know that this faith that we have, it comes by hearing. Read the word of God out loud. Hallelujah. Get, get the, the enemy out of your head and read the truth of the word of God out loud. Praise Jesus. Says, do not let them escape from your sight. 
Keep them in the center of your heart, for they are life to those who find them, and healing and health to all their flesh. Hallelujah. Watch over your heart with diligence. Thank you, Jesus, for from it flow the springs of life. Put away from you a deceitful, lying, misleading mouth. See, when you're tempted, you're lying to yourself. You're trying to deceive yourself, thinking that I can get away with this, but you can't get away with the sin. Come on, it's misleading when you hear yourself say that. Uh, read this truth out loud to overcome what that enemy is saying, that lying devil. Huh? Go away, Satan, in Jesus' name, and put devious lips far from you. Get the cussing out your mouth. Get the get those those plans that you're planning that that aren't of God. Get them out your mouth. Come on. Let your eyes look directly onward toward the path of moral courage. Keep looking to God. Keep looking to God and let your gaze be fixed straight in front of you toward the path of integrity. Thank you, Lord. Stay focused. Don't listen to that friend, that boyfriend, girlfriend. Don't, don't let any of the distractions make you turn to the right or to the left. Just look straight, straight ahead in Jesus. Consider well and watch carefully the path of your feet. Pay attention to what you're doing. Pay attention to your surroundings. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And all your ways will be steadfast and sure. You see trouble coming. You won't go in that direction because you see it coming. So you won't have to deal with that temptation or issue. Hallelujah. Do not turn away to the right nor to the left where evil may lurk. Turn your foot from the path of evil. You turn it. Huh? You turn it. You resist that devil. You stay at bay. Don't run to evil. You can do it. God empowers us. He says we can in his word. And he empowers us. Hallelujah. He empowers us with his Holy Spirit. His Holy Spirit will deal with you. Woo you. Draw you. Minister to you. And then when you say yes to him. Then his Holy Spirit will fill you. Yes, God's Holy Spirit deals with people. Yeah, have you said yes to the Lord? Have you said yes? Are you not able to resist temptation? And we know it's not going to stop. It won't get better. Even when we do say yes, uh-huh, I said it. But we have the power of God in us. 
as we walk through the journey of salvation. The power of God to keep us. The word of God to cleanse us and renew our minds. If you if you want victory in your life, the first first thing to do seek first the kingdom of God. That's the first thing to do. His kingdom. Get in and let God bless you. You need to be saved. Start by praying this prayer. Dear God in heaven, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I acknowledge to you that I am a sinner. And I am sorry for my sins and the life that I have lived. I need your forgiveness. Please forgive me for my sins. I repent and turn away from sin and I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins. And I am now willing to turn from my sin. I repent and turn away from sin. And I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins and I am now willing to turn from my sin right now I ask you Jesus to be my Lord and Savior and Lord over my life and my soul with my heart I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead this very moment I accept you Jesus as my Lord and Savior Lord Jesus transform my life so that I may bring glory and honor to you in Jesus name Amen, Amen. and if you prayed that prayer 
you are on your way to having that eternal relationship with God at peace with God amen you're on your way to help you understand the journey we do have a pamphlet on our website at www.lfhhm.org. You can go out there and click on the Discipleship Resources tab. And there's a pamphlet, uh, The Road to Salvation, that you can click on. And it'll open up and you'll be able to see the journey. Today you repented. Mm -hmm. I believe someone repented today. I believe someone prayed the prayer today. Amen. And you ask God to be your Lord and Savior. Well, what now? Hmm? You can expect God to fill you with His Holy Spirit. You can be baptized and can. And you're looking to be baptized. In the name of Jesus for the remission of sins. Mm -hmm. You're looking for the Holy Spirit. You're looking for the baptism. And you're looking to walk in the newness of life. Let God lead you in this journey. Stay in His Word. Stay in it. Love it. It's life. It's life. Get in a church, and we say Bible-believing church, but I'm talking about one that sure enough will pour into you. And if you don't have a church home, you can contact us, and we can give you some suggestions about church home, that a church home that that is in your area will help you find a church home. If you need prayer, drop us a line. We'll pray with you. Amen. Uh, you don't have to tell us everything about the situation. Just, you know, your information or whatever, your email and, you know, a line to say, okay, please pray for me. And, and you know, maybe just put a little something there or your name will pray with you. Amen. Get the victory. You can do this. God has made an open door, a way for us to come to him in peace. Repentance, that's turning away from our sin. Stop it. Stop it. And turning toward God. Yes, we can do that. He's given us the opportunity to do that through His shed blood. Hmm? And be baptized. Amen. For the remission of sin. And then expect the Holy Spirit to fill you. Amen. Just know that God loves you, and I do too. We love you here at LFHHM Laborers for His Harvest Ministries. Keep us in prayer as well. Amen. Be blessed. And I always say, if the Lord says the same, we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining the LFHHM broadcast, Together With Him. Special thanks to the LFHHM volunteers, friends, and the consultants at Union Rock Hill Films. One God, One Church. 
Don't forget to check out the discipleship resources at www.lfhhm.org. There are also great volunteer opportunities. Click on the Contact Us tab and let us know you're interested. Be sure to subscribe, like, and sign up to review media notifications on events and updates. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is indeed plentiful, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest.